bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. everybody welcome to dumb gay politics i'm julie and i'm brandy and this is the podcast where we talk about the week in politics like we're talking about reality tv this is late um i woke up on mother's day my mom texted me what kind of beer did i want her to get and i was like i'm having a beer right now and i was laying in bed drinking a beer at 9 a.m and i haven't stopped drinking since podcast is late um, I want to quit the podcast. Yes, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Between <laughs> losing one of the biggest jobs we've ever uh-huh. been close to getting. Yes. And losing our right to all, choose. Oh, all of our rights. <laughs> yeah. Just all of our rights. Oh, just that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am legitimately scared that you might go on a killing spree. Um, like this is, this you should, is, you should be, this is how it happens. You should be. Um, Have you been perusing online for ghost guns? Um, I'm going to use my hands. I'm going to use my bare, my bare (laughs) hands. Um, My bare arthritic hands. Um, That's uh, more fun. Yeah. uh Uh-huh. I, um, you know, we're going to get into it a little later and I'm going to have a whole thing that I have to say, but um, I am, I am, I have lost my mind. This has truly... Between that and yeah. then the, the abortion, the job, and then that, um, unbelievable. I, I, um, I, 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 there's things that I can't say because I'll get in trouble. So, yeah, I. Well, I want to let and um anyone of our 14 listeners that isn't on our Patreon, I want to honestly recommend that you consider subscribing immediately. Go to julianbrandy.com <laughs> and check it out because honestly. The Supreme Court thing hasn't gone through. No. But if it does, mm-hmm. like, uh, I'm we're gonna we're gonna we're if it goes through, we're gonna, I'm, we're gonna have to quit the podcast because talking about <laughs> politics like we're talking about reality TV ain't gonna cut it. Like shit's gonna get really real. We're all gonna have to go like start watching Rachel Maddow or something. Mm-hmm. Like this shit ain't gonna cut it. Like everybody's yeah. gonna have to buckle down, and yeah. uh, we're gonna quit this shit. Yeah, because it's not like oh my god, like Brett Kavanaugh like drinks beer. <laughs> no, it's um yeah, Brett Kavanaugh just took all the rights away. Yeah, so um, it's not gonna be funny it's anymore. It's the darkness <laughs> has the darkness has 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 arrived. It has arrived. Yeah, and I, I mean am... even this episode alone is gonna be highly negative. Highly <laughs> negative. There isn't enough negativity in the world. That can capture the rage that I feel. <laughs> I am so enraged. I'm like the, like that, that, the, I don't even know what movie it's in where it's like the kid gets in a fight in high school and then he, he gets in a fight with whatever other kid and then he starts crying after. 
And he's like, I don't know, I'm crying. And it, and it's like that feeling of your fight, you fight, fight, you beat someone up, and then you cry. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm, that's where I'm at. I'm, I haven't beaten anyone up, but I am Yet. in my mind. Yeah. And then I cry, cry, cry. And then I'm, I'm in this weird violent state. And then I'm upset. And then I'm violent. And then I'm upset. I just can't deal with it at all in any way. There is no, um, do, do one side or the, it's, it's, this is the time. This is it. This is where we pick a side. This is it. Well, go join our Patreon. <laughs> um, we're gonna, that's late this week too. Yes. Julianbrandy.com. We're going to Vegas tomorrow. We're taking this rage on the road <laughs> and, uh, I'm going to continue drinking. Mm hmm. We, all the way through Vegas. We, like, yeah, well, it's Vegas. Tonight, I mean, mm -hmm. on the way to the airport, in Vegas. Like, I'm never stopping. So um, mm -hmm. we're just going to try to have fun. <laughs> it's fun. Vegas is a good time. <laughs> Vegas is a good time. Uh, if I see one MAGA hat, if I see <laughs> one pro-life shirt, you, I will go to prison. Yeah. So you might want to be on your guard. And Gross. If we're staying anywhere where, like, a I mean, that's unbelievable. Like, no, that's, like, that's. I mean, with all due, that's like down at the stratosphere. Uh, We're not okay. going to be around uh, that. Okay, okay, okay. Because I imagine <laughs> Vegas, you know, it yeah. brings all. It brings all. Well, and we are going to leave the hotel at some point and I think go downtown. And We're going to be going to be a fucking some magas yes. there. And I believe we're going to Magic Mike, and I know there's going to be some dumb fucking MAGA bitches there, and I don't want to get into a brawl, but I will. I'm just saying. I'm yeah. just saying. It's kind of a work I... trip, but if it wasn't, I would be, like, pretty excited to see you kick some bitches' <laughs> ass. That'd be fun. I feel like that. I'm like a... I know that that's... And I know that I can't, because can't. it'd be like a man doing it, and I can't do it. No, nope, you're technically a woman. Technically. So you're allowed to fight other bitches. That is that's the rule. That's Sorry. That's true. That's true. If I, I just, they're, they're just, it would have to be, I'm not going to put it in the atmosphere. <laughs> I'm going to just try. But all I'm saying is I don't want to see like anything. You know what? Lauren Jacobs mm -hmm. sent us. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's focus e on evil that. Evil eye bracelets. Because oh, remember okay. how you, Leah. Broke the one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Leah Black gave us evil eye bracelets for Christmas one year and Julie put it on and it immediately, and she's like, and you wear it and it, it keeps all the evil spirits away. And then it immediately broke and beads went everywhere. And we were like the fuck. So yeah. Lauren Jacob, so sweet. Thank you. So we can put these evil eye bracelets on okay. and ward yes. off any pro life <laughs> fucking cunt. <laughs> Thank you so much, Lauren. She also sent us two enormous box of assorted chips mm. and um, it's been going down. It has been going. It's been it going, been going so down. down. I've been it? aborting those chips. Yeah. <laughs> like I've been aborting the those level. Chips. The level the fetuses have been going <laughs> down the fucking pipes. Yep. It's been so fun. Yep. Oh, I chips mean, are the best. Chips are the best, and the little bags of Doritos. You know, you don't. It's you don't have to feel that bad. It's so good. It's every <sighs> Doritos, every type. chips, Lay's. B barbecue smart there's food, jalapeno ones jalapeno, that i love like smart, kettle ones yep uh sun chips mm. lauren it's the bomb we're fucking living living i'm gonna miss the chips while we're in vegas i know i'm too it's like i'm gonna, I'm gonna be like chips. where's our box of chips i'm gonna write a letter to the chips <laughs> you are mm -hmm. send it a postcard send the box of postcard i'm gonna send it a postcard i am and kate vogel um sent us a gift card to jenny's ice creams which we have never oh. had so we're going to go online mm. 
and fucking look through. And then we're going to have ice cream and chips. I love ice cream. <laughs> I do love she, ice cream. What, is, what did Kate say? She said, Julian Brandy, even a job breakup deserves ice cream. Hope a few scoops can soothe the rage and sweeten the sadness. You're too good for them anyway. XOXO, your baby daughter, Kate Vogel. She's right. She, we didn't uh, we didn't abort Kate Vogel. <laughs> no, we didn't. You know, that's the thing about abortion is that you can choose <laughs> how many people you want in your family. <laughs> So that's the point. Okay, I'd like more than 14, if I'm being honest. Yeah. I could use a few more in the family. <laughs> yeah. Well, we can have more because that is our choice. <laughs> At least for another, I don't know, when the couple weeks or whatever. I'm so angry. Thank you so much, Kate. You are a baby. And you know what? You do fucking love ice cream like a love, mug. I love Oreo cookie, mint chocolate <laughs> chip, peanut butter, sweet cream Oreo. Mm. Like she loves ice cream. Bitch always tries uh. to go, come home. Every time with some fucking full pint of whack-ass icy and it's like only and she'll like come with like a grin. Like only 270 yeah, calories. No, nah, they're even less than that. Or 170 calories. And then I'll, I'm like, what is this? It's like icicles. I know. That's the problem. But it hits the spot for you because you love ice cream. I do. I love it. We're not doing any diet ice cream from Jenny's. No, 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 no. It's going to be full fat Oreo, fat whatever. Well, um, Quinn and Jimena sent us non-alcoholic beers because they're probably trying to tell us (laughs) something. something. Yeah, you know what? When a man loves a woman, thank you. (laughs) I mean, honestly, seriously, we. You know what? We're we're listening. I mean, I I've been muttering to myself today as I walked out of the liquor store at noon. I'm like, I'm full-blown alcoholic. I'm a full-blown alcoholic. I'm a full-blown fucking alcoholic. So thank you, Quinn and Jimena. We're gonna. I literally like used one of the beers as a mixer with vodka. <laughs> and it was fucking delicious. Oh. Mm. Dear Julian Brandy, this is our fave brand of non-alcoholic beer. It's been a game changer when trying to drown our sorrows in something other than actual vodka. Love, Quinn and Jimena. Oh. Well, you know what? When we get back from Vegas, we'll be hitting these. Yeah. Uh, except for one, because I used one as a mixer with vodka. It was so fucking good. I mean, listen, we sobered up for three weeks off of everything for a job we didn't get. So fuck off. <laughs> if I'm, I at least need to be drunk for a solid three weeks. Wait, has it probably has been three weeks, huh? Oh, I uh, that, uh, maybe just three. Okay, I think maybe just three. Okay, but you know, we're you know, I think that it's good that we're going to Vegas. It will be the ter- it will be the the, the pièce de résistance, <laughs> and we will stop you know what i mean we will we will put it to bed there comes a time where you need to put the baby you didn't abort to bed okay now it's time for us to have some very special hot sake for lunch segment called hot sake for lunch where we give you the latest and greatest from the past week's white house press briefing starring none other than white house press secretary jen sake jen sake's been our number one country queen since her very first white house press briefing as press secretary on january 20th 2021 there are no words to express how much jen sake means to us we had been doing this podcast for four years when jojo and kiki brought jen into our lives 
We couldn't have done this last year without her humor and strength and edge. And outfits. That's right. That is correct. She was the total package. At a time when we needed some Real Housewives glamour and humor in the boring and bleak landscape of our government, she breathed new life into this podcast, and we are so sad to say that she has officially announced her resignation. Effective sometime this week. I'm so, like, I can't believe that I'm I'm losing Jen Psaki at this time in my life. I'm... Uh, I've I'm I'm losing everything I love. I know. <laughs> I watch Jen Psaki every single day. I watch every single yeah. White House press briefing. I get if I'm paranoid, if I can't sleep, she calms me down. This is like one of the like darkest times yep. in our history of our whole lives. And now we're, I'm losing Jen Psaki. I honestly I'm like, I can't fucking believe it. I really can't fucking believe it. But her replacement is going to be Corinne Jean-Pierre. We knew this was coming. Uh-huh. Um, it was supposed to happen in January, and I wish it fucking did. Because <laughs> I really can't handle one more thing. I know. It's important to note that not only will Corinne Jean-Pierre make history as the first black female LGBTQ press secretary, but she's also Julie's dad's <laughs> low-key hall pass. I mean, to be fair... We don't know that Phyllis has given the express permission of the hall pass. No, 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 no. Of course not. But uh, we do know that your dad has a hardcore crush on Corinne Jean-Pierre. And you know what? Phyllis should go ahead and give the fucking hall pass because turns out, sweetie, Corinne's gay, bitch. (laughs) Bitch is a lesbo. So if she's going to get with anyone, it's going to be Phyllis. Um, I just thought of that in my mind. Like it, it occurred. It like hap- It happened the, in my head. The, the, the sexual exchange and just between the two of them holding hands and just looking at each other. And then I thought about a the time when my mother asked me if I was lesbian when I was in high school, and I said no, absolutely not. Why would you even think that? And, and she's and like, then, the way you walk, the way you dress, the way you act, the way you talk, <laughs> the way you hate um, everything. And then she said later, and when I came out, we. Were, whatever she did say i mean i i i i, I love women I, I have women friends i've i've i mean i i just i i just couldn't you know d- d- do it like do it the brass tacks of it that's i think that you mean the ever, cunnilingus of it all or even the, any other part of it yeah i think that's the first thing people think of well it should be because yeah. that's <laughs> and then, the most important part about it so <laughs> and then they just you know, they just can't get past it. So fine. Well, maybe they can do a threesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe they don't can. Forget, don't forget wow. Dr. Guacamole in this 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 whole uh, establishment here. Oh, because he is here for Corinne Jean-Pierre. Yeah, he loves her. He loves Yeah, so Karine. good. I'm glad your dad... Have more stuff, white men. <laughs> have more stuff. Great, great for you, fucking Leon. Mm. I'm glad you're getting Corinne Jean-Pierre. I'm losing Jen Psaki. I'm... Like, I'm beside myself about it. I'm like, I'm in denial. Yeah. So we're going to play her her announcement. Yes. Where she introduces Screen Jean-Pierre. Okay. And um, it's from last Thursday's White House press briefing. Jen cries, and I'm probably going to. Okay. Hi, everyone. It's been a bit of an exciting day around here. Um so, uh, before I get to the briefing, I just want to start by, uh, I'm going to cry. <laughs> okay. Whew. Um, I want to talk about my friend, Corrine. You've got to come up here. 
Karine Jean-Pierre is coming to the podium. So, um, walking up. Uh, I just want to uh, take the opportunity to celebrate Ugh. and congratulate my friend, my colleague, my partner in truth, Karine Jean-Pierre, the next White House press secretary. Uh, now, many people in this room have known her for some time. Um, but for anyone who does not know her, I want to provide a little bit of a primer for you, so settle in. Um, first, as you all know, she will be the first black woman, uh, the first out LGBTQ plus person to serve in this role, uh, which is amazing because representation matters. And she is going to, uh, she will give a voice to so many and allow and show so many what is truly possible when you work hard and dream big, and that matters. And we should not, uh, we should celebrate that. But I also Yo, want to make clear what all of her qualifications are. What a remarkable person is. She got her start in New York City politics. Oh. She comes to this job with decades of experience, even though she looks very young. We're both <laughs> in our 20s. That's right. Uh, having served in communications and political roles on many campaigns in the Obama-Biden administration and for both of former Ob President Obama's campaigns. That's She's hot. a longtime wow. advisor to President Biden and Dr. Biden. They are partners, Love having that. served partners senior too. roles for him and for both of them Wonder back to when he Jill was vice president. And she's worked for a number of advocacy organizations fighting for issues and justice for so many Americans. Sounds like she's like really and close to the And I just want to say, I will yeah. have a lot to say about how grateful I am for uh, being, for the trust the president and the first lady and the whole team have, um, have given me and entrusted me uh, in the last 15 months, but this day is about Kareen. And we're, I want to celebrate her. And on a I'm personal miss Jen note, so much. So much. I want to say that one of the first conversations for me. we had when we both <laughs> found out we were getting these jobs um, was about how we wanted to build um, a drama-free, on your best days, um, a place, workplace, where everybody worked hard, yes. uh, where we, on our best days, were rebuilding trust with the public. And I am oh. just so grateful to have had Kareen by my side um, for this over the last 15 months, and I just can't wait to see her shine uh, at the podium. So um, congratulations, and I can't wait to see you bring your own style no, and brilliance. Give me a kiss. Job. Love you, Jen. Love you. Oh, love you. Well, if you're one of our regular 14 listeners, then you know that we've been struggling for literally the last year about what to nickname Kareen Jean-Pierre and how to brand her segment. We were initially calling her Kareen Jean-Claude Van Damme, which was okay. It's all right. It's all right. It's easy. Uh, and we did try to commit to it. And we did try and find a good cheesy kickboxing song. We scoured. 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 I watched so many Jean-Claude Van Damme videos. So many videos looking for the song that I literally stumbled upon one from like, I don't even know. It was like the 90s or early 2000s on some Spanish show or French show. I don't know what it was, but he was dancing with some woman like they're in their clothes, whatever. He's behind her doing like grindy dancing. <laughs> then the host comes over and he's like, how is it? Fucking Jean-Claude Van Damme got a boner and had to <laughs> crunch up his body. He was laughing and embarrassed and he was it, oh we have to was do we have to we have was, to talk about that on the Patreon. it was kind of charming that he was like embarrassed and laughing but it was like god damn like how you get it together you, like, get bro it together <laughs> beyond your dick outside of the jeans like what the well hell? then it's i'm glad we have abandoned i mean whether it's charming or not i'm super happy that we fucking abandoned that like i mean god please and at this point I don't even know if we're going to 
even make a segment for her memo. I mean, she's so fucking perfect and classy and above flirt shaming yeah. Peter Douchey. Yeah. God, I'm going to miss Jen flirt shaming Peter Douchey. I know. I know. I mean, I there's even one point in this in that same press conference where he he's like, uh, we're going to miss you, Jen. And she goes, are you? And he's like, yeah, he's actually really, really. He is going to miss her. Um, it's the time of his life. You know, Kareen, the thing is that she's got the, she, she kicks ass, but she's got a soft touch. Her kill shot is subtle. Like when you slice your skin with a piece of paper or a knife and then you stare at it for 30 seconds because you're not sure if it's going to bleed or not. Don't you hate that? Yeah, I do hate it. It's the perfect description of her. Yeah, because you're sliced. Yeah, because she's, she's, she's killing us. Softly, yes. but it's, yes. it might just be too soft. It's, it's, I'm not going to say it's not slightly, slightly boring, but, yeah. <laughs> but we're going to play. She, 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 at this press conference, she, she says a few words and, um, remarks on, on her new job. And, um, I feel like if, if we feature Corinne Jean-Pierre, and we, yes. we continue on um, ever playing clips from the White House press briefing, which, you know, it's not mandatory. Right. You know, um, I think we're going to have to do like a spa music Ooh, moment. Yes. Because um, I think it's got to be Serene Jean-Pierre. Um, well, thanks for your question. I first want to want to take this opportunity while I have it uh, to thank Jen. Um, she has been... Um, just a wonderful colleague, a friend, a mentor during this past year and a half. And uh, I don't think I would be here without very, so many people. Very soothing. Her. And she is just, like, are just we a fall true, asleep? solid, yeah. amazing person. I mean, it's a nice so feeling. We were very yeah, lucky to very have nice. her here this past year she and a half. Serene. So I wanted to make sure I had the opportunity. Since I have the opportunity, another say that. Let me They're hugging. Let me give you another hug. Yeah. So <laughs> I want to try not to do, do it now. Um, <laughs> I want to hug. Wow. I, I'm still processing it because, um, no, as Jen no, said, Kareen, we've uh, known. Top, uh, we've known. This yeah. is a historic moment and it's not lost on me. I understand how important it is for so many Joe people Biden out there. Joe Biden is such um, a fucking. So many different communities yeah, like, that spiritual I. Spiritual gangster um, man. Stand on their shoulders and Just I have been throughout shit. my career. Yep. And so it is an honor and a privilege to be behind this podium in about a week or so when Jen is ready. It is just, um, I wish she was that, uh, that is massaging something that me I with oil. Honor, yeah, I do too. Uh, and, um, and do I my best. I wish that I was watching her massage with oil. I kind of want to be massaging each other, actually. Okay, you can massage each other. I want to massage her, too. Okay, you can. With oil. And so it is a very emotional day. That's probably the best way that I can explain it. And her arms. Very emotional day. Um, she's just and, like uh, I she's just a walking massage. This time in this she moment. Is. Isn't she? And, she's a voice uh, massage. I hope that I. She is. She's a voice massage. <laughs> she's a total fucking voice massage. We love the the dark Fifty Shades of Grey, Peggy Davis eyes of Serene Jean Pierre. The voice massage of Serene yes. Jean Pierre. Uh-huh. But no one, and I mean no one, will ever, ever make us burn like the sweet white hot heat of Jennifer Saki. <laughs> she invented the game for us. She will always be our first love. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're open to like exploring yeah. our future journey with Serene <laughs> and the new horizons that she will bring. Mm-hmm. Um, again, Leon Goldman's hot for it. <laughs> and um, that puts her in good company with the tiny spinner extraordinaire. Phil, Phyllis, Phil Elegante, oh Goldman. And you know what? We're hot for her now, too.
Now it's time for Gay Guys and Their Feelings. Looking cute And feeling cute What you gotta do Boy, let me tell you You're gay It's okay It's a present from Jesus Every day This segment is called Gay Guys and Their Feelings Where we hear from gay guys with feelings and this week, the gay guy with feelings is Ashley Ryder. <laughs> Ashley is not a guy, and she's not gay yet. <laughs> hey, Quan. Just kidding, Ash. Okay. I mean, it's, it has to be done every time. <laughs> every time. And I mean, we're definitely going to get with Ashley <laughs> at some point, you know? Um, she is one of our original, original 14 listeners, and she's also a subscriber to our Patreon podcast. Subscribing to our Patreon has many benefits, and one of them... For the rich subscribers like Ashla, is that if you're so inclined, you can leave us a gay guys in their feelings message. If that appeals to you, join our Patreon podcast, become one of our friends, and you too can send us your gay feelings, even if you're not gay. That's right. And not a guy. Or a guy. Right. Ashley Ryder is a dumb gay politics deep cut. <laughs> her daughter is one of our very first DGP babies. We love her like she's our own damn daughter. Uh-huh. That bitch will literally be singing Frozen at our funeral, Memo. <laughs> like, know. we fucking love, love, love Ryder. Um, and we love Ashley. She's hilarious and hot and smart and unique. She's like a twin. That's weird. That is, yeah. I always think twins are so bizarre. <laughs> and she can sing, too. What? I mean, she so has talented. it all. She has all the requirements. All of them. Which is why it's so fucking weird that her actual everyday life is being affected <laughs> by MAGA monsters. Yeah, it's so crazy. Her her story is literally in the LA Times this week. Like, That's how real that shit is. <laughs> yeah. This is about to be real gay guy feelings right here. <laughs> and the thing is, we do this podcast, we have our 14 listeners, and we've talked about all kinds of different shit. The Trump administration, QAnon, January 6th, healthcare, the opioid epidemic, student loans, abortion rights, factory farming, LGBTQ rights, Black Lives Matter, police reform, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. But when we put together these shows, and yes, we do produce this shit like a TV show, believe it or not. Even though it's terrible. <laughs> we never really imagine that anyone who listens to this podcast is actually in the middle of any of the shit we're talking about. But earlier this year, we talked about how Republican MAGA leaders like Steve Bannon are pushing their followers to take over local school boards and to terrorize the current members. Terrorize like terrorists. Stephen Bannon literally advised the losers who listened to his podcast to go and run for their local school boards and to terrorize any liberal members. This is a real thing that's happening across the country. Whether it's about mandatory masks or trans bathrooms, Democrat and Republican parents are figuratively and literally sometimes getting in fights in the middle of school board meetings, like physical fights. Yeah. The atmosphere is legit dangerous. And these parents are pissed yeah. off. <laughs> yeah. And they're threatening school board members for real. They're, they call them. They threaten their families. Mm -hmm. For real. Yeah. Like, they literally call them on the phone and threaten to kill them and shit. And I'm sorry. And here's the thing. That's Republicans doing that shit. Yep. It might be Democrats and Republican parents fighting in the meetings. But if a parent of a third grader is calling up a school board member and threatening to rape her and all of her daughters, uh, I'm sorry, but that person is a fucking Republican. Yes. That is a Republican doing that. Period. Hands down. Period. Like, yeah, agreed. Agreed. 
Democrats don't threaten rape. No, they don't. Don't even get me started on these pieces of shit men who didn't even fucking care about their kids until some loser QAnon podcast host told them to go attack their school board members. I mean, please. (laughs) Fuck releasing the Kraken. I will literally skull fuck Sean Hannity and rip him from limb to motherfucking limb. I am so done with these assholes. (laughs) And then we find out that Ashley Ryder, Ashley, fucking Ryder, (laughs) our Ashley, who made me cry when she sent us a box of stolen office supplies from her office twice. She is dealing with one of these pieces of shit goons at a school board meeting in Ohio. I cannot. I'm pretty sure like that tape is from Ashley sitting there. Like the, everything we use in this, this, this podcast room. I've, we've definitely used a lot of the office supplies she sent to like do different drugs and stuff. <laughs> Speaking of Ohio, Shout out to all of our 14 listeners living in red or purple states. You're out there fighting the good fight every single fucking day. Like Dina Hammerson. She's in like Missouri. Sally Jones is in Kentucky. Like that shit ain't easy. Devin Brana, Greg, Marisol, everyone in fucking Texas. Like fucking Texas, man. Oh, just brutal, dude. Just brutal. (sighs) They're all doing it. Every time they walk into, I say it all the time. Every time those people... They walk into a Starbucks. They have to deal with this shit. It's yep. like up at dawn, pride swallowing fucking nightmare. <laughs> and they're out there doing it for us. So thank you. And here's Ashley in Ohio, along with Julie Lang, uh-huh. Carrie Nataro. There's like a bunch of people in Ohio. I don't yep. know why people in Ohio listen to this garbage. <laughs> but I feel like Ohio is ground zero for like like the, the fight right now. Like I feel like... Like back in the day, I feel like Ohio is the new South. Like back in the day, it was like the people in the South that really fucking did it for all of us. Like yep. d- d- didn't do shit. Now I feel like it's Ohio. I feel like the people in the South are fucking tired. Not that <laughs> no one's doing anything, but I feel like they're fucking tired. They're cynical. They're like us. They're just like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. And it's, I feel like in Ohio, I don't, I really do feel like those motherfuckers are like, fuck you. We're taking our fucking state back. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> Ohio is one of the only states that I feel like one, de- one senator was Democrat and one was Republican. To me, that that exactly represents it. And I'm like, I'm kind of into it. Like, I'm like, these motherfuckers are going to, they're going to, they're like taking this fucking country back, I feel. I hope so. I don't know. It's just a weird thought I have. I don't know why I need to talk about it right now. Um, <laughs> just because where else? Well, that's where else? some hope. That's some hope. And on that note, it's time for Gay Guys and Their Feelings, School Board Edition, featuring Ashley Ryder. My queens. It's me, Ashley Ryder. I am call. well, no, I'm not calling you, am I? I'm sending you a voice memo. Um, I told you I would update you about this lawsuit stuff. Surprise, everybody. (laughs) I sued my school board. Um, I'm realizing this is like probably the first time you've heard my voice. So, we've heard her say, isn't it annoying? (laughs) Tell me at least. Anyway, so... (laughs) I now that it's settled now that the case is settled I'm calling to give you the story give you the scoop um I kind of told you or told the patreon months ago about what's been going on with our school board the school district and how we had three super far right-wing conservatives running for our school board which would give them a majority because there's only five members and um, they had, they sent campaign flyers that were just 
obnoxious saying keep crt out of our schools and keep boys out of girls restrooms and keep boys off of girls sports teams and just a bunch of you know the political posturing um, that you don't normally see in a school board but for some reason over the last two three years um, has also taken over the school board so there are people in this town in my town that are paying attention like me and um thank god they won so did i mention that yeah Uh, that's the town i live in they won so unbelievable um, there were a lot of parents that were really worried about a lot of things but one of them the one of the main things they ran on was that they wanted to remove this mental health um, company that was at the school that offered free counseling services to kids, which would, you know, normally cost hundreds of dollars an hour. And these are licensed professionals. And it was a really, it was like cost the district, nothing. It was a free grant money. Um, it was a really nice thing that was offered. And these new school board members, when they ran said they wanted to get rid of it because it was overreaching mental health services and kids go to school for math and science not to be um talk to not to talk to mental health people and have them fuck you know it's this indoctrination they're indoctrinating the kids (laughs) with what and you know whatever bullshit reasons they gave um i believe it's because well i know it's because this company has an affiliation with the lgbtq plus community And they do a lot of, they have like initiatives where they do a lot of inclusivity um, trainings and diversity, equity, inclusion, all that stuff. And, you know, the horrible things conservatives hate. And so I think that's why they were trying to take them out of school. Well, many parents were a nervous wreck after they got elected and were emailing, emailing, emailing giving all of their saying this is how it's helped my child whatever whatever well then at the next school board meeting two of the new members got up and completely backtracked and said that they never said they wanted to get rid of these services and blamed um, several of us parents for starting um, an unneed an unnecessary eruption in the community that this was never gonna they were never gonna get rid of this blah 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 so since i've been paying attention i know that six months ago this woman got up before she was a member on the board at public participation and gave a three-minute speech about why they needed to get rid of it from our schools it's like there's shit that's on so the what news. i did i went back oh, yeah. it's on video <laughs> See? so i went back and i wrote down her word-for-word speech and at the next meeting i'd never gotten up before oh. but i got up and i read back her word-for-word speech of where she said she wanted to get rid of it Yes, Good and for you, Ash. you know, I'm sure yeah. that's embarrassing, and yeah. um, you know, I was making them look like fools. And so, but two minutes into this three-minute speech I was giving, the school board president, um, who's you know in his seventies, I think, um, has no kids in the school. Um, um, he looks. I, she sent a picture, a side-by-side picture of this school board president uh-huh um she said he looks like toenail fungus <laughs> and she made a side-by-side of him and a toenail with fungus on it and they look remarkably alike 
I mean, it's it's uncanny. Um, I was wondering why when I perused, when I just saw quickly the email, I saw an old man and a toenail, and <laughs> I wasn't it. sure. And didn't they kind of look like like brothers? Yeah, or was it? Yeah, 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 yeah. They did. It was like, it's unbelievable. Man? They did. Yeah. I, d- I don't know how to explain it, but he looks like toenail fungus. Like, I, I don't know how to explain right. it. That's just, he, he looks like toenail fungus. Mm-hmm. And so he <laughs> sat there, and as I was speaking, he said, he told me to zip it. <gasps> which, oh, no, no. I mean, is there any, no, like, no, that's no. the biggest old man thing I've ever heard in my life, to zip it. First of all, you would never say that to a man. A man would jump over the podium at you. Um, he wow. obviously said that as a condescending, uh, misogynistic way to shut down a woman. I know a woman that would have jumped over the no. podium, Ashley. And, you know, I kind of went back and forth with him, told him he had a problem with women. And eventually he was able to shut me up and made me sit down. That's like and not allowed. This didn't sit well with me, obviously. Um, so... I started looking into it. Um, the reason he said he shut me down was because I was using antagonistic and personally directed and abusive language. And that, as part of our policy, it says you can't do that. Um, so I started looking up stuff and, you know, internet sleuthing and was able to find, you know, I was just, my head was spinning and I wanted to... Anyways, so I found... I wanted I to kill him? To yeah. <laughs> our exact policy... She was looking for a ghost gun. Uh-huh. school boards use, our exact policy had been found unconstitutional oh. last July by a federal court just below the Supreme Court um, because they said, the federal court said the words antagonistic and abusive are subjective it's it's called viewpoint discrimination anybody can say anything's abusive if you're saying anything negative about someone and school board isn't elected officials the first amendment the very first amendment gives you the right to say whatever you want and to bring grievances to your government without fear of reprisal unbelievable Ashley's a hero. I was hero. supposed to be given three minutes, and he gave me only two. So this lawyer, I contacted the lawyer on the case, and I Good talked God. to him. I sent him the video, and he said um, the only difference between this case and the case he had tried was that our toenail fungus, <laughs> um, mm. for an additional three minutes after I after he shut me up, went on a three-minute tirade about how he was going to stop anybody who wanted to disparage them and uh, criticize the way that they're running the school board would be stopped in silence in the future and that's a big no-no so he said this is an open shut case and um that i didn't i wouldn't even have to pay for his services that um they would obviously get what it would all come from the school district and so we filed a lawsuit it's Cool. been six weeks and i mean it was settled last week i mean it was like how much money did you get ash she's ever settled <laughs> she got that uh, minute <laughs> they at first a judge granted a temporary restraining order so that i could get up at any meeting and speak and he couldn't stop me at yes. all uh, but they eventually agreed to an injunction saying that they can no longer enforce that rule that public participation policy about antagonistic or abusive language 
Um, they're no longer allowed to enforce that rule. And if they try and if they do shut anybody else up, they'll be in um, contempt of court. Wow. And they have to change their rules to Fuck remove yeah. that. So take that for uh, sure. Get fired. So I won. Wow. I definitely feel like I won in this. Slow clap for justice. Uh, and I got the rules changed and I do feel good about that. Wow. I wouldn't say I do live wow. obviously in a conservative town. And I do still have to live here. That hasn't been the most fun experience. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, people have their own opinions. And I think I was called a Karen over 200 times. I mean, for some reason, the media here is taking an interest in this story. And so there's been several stories and very clickbaity stories. Like, um, I bet if you guys just Google right now, um, mother told to zip it. Sue's school district and it pops right up which that's not why I, sued, I wonder if she's obviously. been doxxed I sued because he violated my first amendment rights and he did not allow me my three minutes to speak you and got fine with you suing me, him because said zip it oh that letter. should be a, he a, can get a, killed a criminal yeah. crime sued for zip it crime. Yeah. a civil rights first amendment violation and lose um you know, and some of these, the people in this town, I've gotten, we did a public records request and there were several emails from men, <sighs> only men in the school district, uh, calling me a hysterical woman and that I was oh unhinged. I, uh, I was dangerous. I, I had this look in my <laughs> she eyes. She did take a risk. I needed to be yeah, cert certified them. male banning me from all future meetings yada 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 and um even a little threatening you know if you don't stop them we will if we don't if you don't stop her we will jesus christ I'm so that part hasn't been the most fun scary. but like Over i said i know i did the right thing i have a lot of people on my side yeah. and um there were actual teachers and parents who reached out to me saying you know they were afraid after that to get up and speak Aww. and so i know that um you know i know i made a difference because now everybody can get up and speak so i'm happy about that i know i did the right thing completely and see what i mean about ohio there she's yeah. did all that you know, work even these yeah. conservatives don't really even know what they're fighting for because nope. you know the school board members went to a rally the last weekend and there's a giant let's go brandon flag hanging in the corner oh god i mean you can literally say fuck the president of the united states right and that's your first amendment right yeah so they all should be on my side they're just too stupid to know it so anyways i love you guys <laughs> bye that was unbelievable oh my god ashley you literally you did like a you you were you're an activist you're a hero you 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 made a d real difference it's amazing and one that's like that thing where you throw the rock and it, the, the ripple. ripples it's like one thing like that it's, yeah. it's like all of these little fights like it i am so i'm speechless it's speechless ashley you're gonna have to follow up and let us know like i would like to know if she's been threatened yeah on social media i mean oh. to do that in this day and age after yeah i mean this these are the kind of people that they call and say we're gonna rape rape your yeah, daughter exactly over t wanting your minute because the zip it asshole told you to zip it meanwhile these motherfuckers are talking about i'm gonna rape you if you don't stop and they're the ones who want guns and don't want abortion and won't wear a mask because they're being forced to do something 
they're such fucking asshole they're losers such assholes and um, she was so brave to do that very brave every adjective there is a straight up hero i mean it's it's yep. it's to, I can't even do this podcast and the fact that she went and did all that work and she, so that is somebody fighting for all of our fucking rights. She literally changed like my mental state because I'm <laughs> going to now read the So There's That, which I probably should not read now, but <laughs> I'm going to. But she that's that 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 affected me. It did. Yeah. We were feeling pretty hopeless, hopeless, hopeless. But now I have some hope really 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 amazing yeah now it's time for a very negative so there's that Right, so this is the part of the show where Julie has to find a so there's that moment that's happening because of or in spite of the diarrhea toilet Republicans and the ignorant Facebook Fox News army that follows them. She hates doing it because finding an uplifting story to end the show on a positive note is fucking hard, especially when women in this country are literally teetering on the brink of losing our right to make medical fucking decisions for ourselves. There really are no words to describe this feeling. And I know all of our 14 listeners understand women and gay guys get it and it hits us all in different ways. And you might even be a woman or know a woman who is aggressively against abortion. But the minute you tell that bitch that she can't do IVF because it's illegal (laughs) or that she must by law implant all her frozen fucking embryos or donate them to a stranger, she's not going to like it because regardless of how someone fucking feels about abortion, they don't want to be controlled. We don't exist to be baby-making fuck vessels. A lot of us swallow that resentment and keep it pushing for the fucking good of society. And we look to people like Julie to be our voice of rage. Well, now we are the ones who are fucking enraged, and it's not cute. And now we need Julie to be our voice of hope and show us one good reason to stay in this country and not lose our shit on every dickbag walking out of church on Sunday. Well, (laughs) I hate to disappoint you. Um... This week will be the first time since 2016 where I must protest and due to recent (laughs) events, I genuinely cannot bring myself to spotlight anything other than the disgust and disappointment I feel right now and the full betrayal by Republican women and men who have laid siege on all of the women of this country. I tried to highlight Biden and the additive manufacturing bill or Dana Nessel, the attorney general in Michigan, who said she wouldn't enforce any abortion laws. But it's just falling into an abyss. And I am so depressed over this. I just can't do it. I don't see a light. I don't feel there's a silver lining this week. I feel like we're at a funeral. And I know you're thinking, Jesus, yell dyke. Abortion doesn't even affect you. And you're right. Abortion itself doesn't affect me. It never has and it never will. But as I have always held firm, as you know, that I have felt abortion to never be about abortion. It has always been about women's rights. Women's human fucking rights. Women's right to their own body. (laughs) Women's right to their privacy. Women's right to their control. Women's right to their health. Women's right to their decisions to have a family. Their human motherfucking rights to their own fucking bodies. (laughs) The right to 
work, the right to vote, the right to be independent from men if that's what they choose, or not to. That's a choice too. Just the general shit. All the shit men enjoy. But ultimately, abortion boils down to one very simple idea, and that is this. Men want to control women for their own purposes and use, period. And whether you're a woman who enables this bullshit or a woman who has worked to push a pro-life agenda, at the end of the day, the objection to abortion, contraception, and anything about a woman's sexuality, including rape, incest, and sex before or during marriage, has always been controlled by men. And if you think that this isn't a bullwhip back to biblical times, you're sleeping. <laughs> the leak that happened last week that a bunch of fucking Republican conservative ass mashers want to try and distract us all with the leak. Oh God, the leak. Who dares leak? The leak. Fuck the leak. Who gives a flying fuck about the stupid fucking leak? Oh, you mean the time a few days ago when a Republican or conservative-leaning clerk at the Justice Shalito's office was either so horrified <laughs> or so excited they needed the world to see what was coming because even that person couldn't fucking believe their own fucking eyes at the absolute and utter horror that disgusting toilet paper of a decision is? Well, we say thank you, leak. Sir, ma'am, we say thank you. Thank God for the leak so that people maybe, maybe will wake up for a second. Not that we didn't know overturning Roe was on its way, but we never could have imagined everything else that has been in this repulsive, repugnant, hideous, conservative tornado's path. The reason we've been asking people to vote for six years, and even before that, I've been begging people to pay attention and to understand the hypocrisy of what's going on around them is honestly, and I can't even believe I'm saying it, it's happening right now. Republicans have systematically and quietly been chipping away at our fucking rights for years, and the gemstone of their rights' final solution has always been abortion. Or so we thought. I lost my mind during the fight for gay marriage. I lost my mind. I lost control of my bowels and my mind <laughs> when I saw Bobby Brown driving down the street with a couple hoochie hoochies from the Jay-Z vidya. <laughs> uh, well, now, I, I used too. to freebase cocaine off a hot waffle iron, but mama doesn't do that anymore. <laughs> uh, well, I lost my mind too during that fight for stupid gay fucking marriage. And I've always railed against conservative ideas because as nice and gentle as they pretend to be, they're in fact not. They're just SS troops wrapped in Christian clothing working to take away every part of you so that they can control you. And for what? For what? I, I, I don't... M m men? For what? Now, obviously not all men, but put the pieces together. If you don't think that abortion, when it's overturned, is going to lead us back to the back roads of your husbands being able to force sex on you or rape isn't rape if you're married, go read some history because your rights as a woman in this country after the suffragettes and maybe a few little pushes and pulls, women's rights weren't given to us until the 70s, the 1970s. And you think abortion is about life? Yeah, it's about owning your fucking life. 1975 was the first year marital rape became illegal. And the last state to adopt marital rape was North Carolina in 1993. Okay. And you think about, <laughs> you think it's about saving babies? Fuck off. Injustice <laughs> Shitlito's decision is not just about his moralizing and clearly Kavanaugh, Corny, and Pubes putting their personal judgment on all of us. But the main decision to put abortion into the hands of the state basically is the problem here. 
in addition to Shitlito explaining why Roe isn't covered by the Constitution and that there's not enough history to protect it. By doing this, it then opens the door to overturn all of our civil rights. Because when you think about it, all our civil rights are only like between 50 and 100 years old. Gay marriage, abortion, interracial marriage, segregation, contraception, and all the small indignities that are awaiting you. Whether or not they all come to pass, we don't know. But these are also abortions. Including, of course, forcing women to get pregnant, carry the pregnancy, and give birth nine months. Whether it's having to give birth to your brother's baby, your father's, your uncle's, your husband's, whatever. Because most states aren't worried about incest, by the way. And good luck even proving you were raped. The pro-life movement has people brainwashed to the point where they can't even acknowledge what a woman has to go through. Watch debates. Women. They have, the pro-life movement has women brainwashed so that churches can make money. Yeah, that's right. Watch debates about abortion. Should a woman have to carry a nine-month pregnancy or, or, or have to uh, or add a baby to her family if she doesn't have the money or, or isn't ready? What if she's poor? What if she's a person of color and she's and the money? And what are there? What, always the same answer. A life is a life is a life. We must save our lives. Just fuck off, please, to the sun and back. There is a lack of honesty here. And I would like for that right now, in this moment, even pro-choice as I am, pro-choice people also don't want to admit what abortion is, that it's killing something, that they don't want to say it. They want to make their point too. It's our rights and blah, blah, blah. And I believe all of that. But I'm here to say it is killing something. You are killing something. You are killing the possibility of a life. You are killing a fetus. You are in fact killing something. And I say unto you, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> okay? I don't give a fuck. So the I believe pro-choice people need to start getting honest here and saying, yeah, it is killing something and we just don't fucking care because it is in my body. I have to I took my knee out and I killed that too. But we should be allowed to kill ourselves. <laughs> I also want that we, on the docket. We, we, I don't appreciate that. That's right. You should be able to kill yourself. That's right. So whether it has a conscience or it doesn't, we don't know. And I don't care. And good. We're overpopulated. <laughs> there isn't enough money to go around. If a woman doesn't want to deal, then she shouldn't have to, period. And I don't give a flying fuck if she has an abortion a week and she uses it as birth control. I don't fucking care. That is her fucking choice. Let her uterus fall out. Let her asshole fall out. That is up to her. I don't fucking care. Abortion is killing. Fine. Good. Yes, it is. Now what? What's for fucking dinner? I still want pro-choice. It's my body. It's your body. It's our body. And until and unless men can get pregnant and push a baby out, they're fucking penis slit you don't get a say if you Why want gotta it, be a slit <laughs> or hole or whatever the fuck it is and if you want it and you're sad because you you impregnated a woman and she doesn't want to give birth to your baby suck it the fuck up fuck off too bad for you too bad for you go find a woman who wants to get pregnant there's plenty of them that will have your baby this isn't about saving the life of the unborn it's about controlling the lives of women period you're sad a fetus got destroyed well i'm sad there's factory farming and the earth is being destroyed and that rapists spend less time in jail than drug dealers. Go cry about it. But the worst offenders are the pro-life women. You betraying, backstabbing, pandering, enabling cocksuckers. Literally, and I don't mean that in a good way. You are Ava Braun times 50 million. You are the women who make it possible for men to be monsters. We have had thousands of years to train and trial and error to show, to shape our societies. And it's the women who are able to mold peace and justice and have chipped away at men's hypocritical, ridiculous morality. But no, you pro-life women sit there and have been utterly convinced that by forcing a woman to give birth, you're saving a life. Well, all you are are insecure women who needs men attention and validation so deeply and so badly. You'd sell out your own self and your own rights and our own independence to make them happy. You make me sick. I fucking wish you would die. I really do.
the level of disappointment I feel is so dark and so all-consuming. I don't feel any stability or comfort. This country is moving toward evangelical rule, and it makes me sick. Women have had the power to change this, and they just can't do it. All the protesting on the planet is meaningless. It's done nothing, and I truly feel like I've spent my life yelling into a void. The decision has shaken my core. I feel powerless. The power of being a lesbian is pointless. The power of being liberal is pointless. There's no power unless you're rich. Certainly this podcast is pointless. <laughs> and I'm not rich. And I never will be. So trying to show up here and show the hypocrisy of it all just flies flat and makes me feel nothing. I never in my life felt like this. There's always been fighting me. And honestly, this week, I never thought I would be the person who says, that's it. I'm moving to Sweden. But I'm not rich and I can't move to Sweden. So I'm a liar. My therapist said you can't give up. You have to keep fighting no matter what. And I guess being honest and just expressing the deepest, darkest, saddest disappointment is part of the journey. But honestly, I just feel disgusted and disappointed and sad. And my level of hatred and blame and disgust uh, at conservatives, whether it's conservatives or pro-life men or women or whatever, it's reached a new depth. We clearly have no middle ground. There's no debate. There's no discussion. There's no understanding. And we're just fucked. So there's that. I love you, Mama. <laughs> I love you too. it for this episode of dumb gay politics <laughs> thank you guys for listening we love you all so much we're so grateful for all 14 of you even though we don't feel grateful for anything right now um if you really want to do us a solid consider joining our patreon podcast if you haven't yet um it's one dollar for one podcast a week and two dollars for two podcasts a week they're both an hour um they're both late this week we try to get them out by sunday um we've just been i think it's obvious what's been going on so um it's gotten real dark and um we are gonna do the patreons this week from vegas yeah. and there's nowhere better to go in the darkness than vegas bitch although we're, we're kind of going with the wrong crowd yeah like i know we like really want to like kill a drifter and like <laughs> fuck his face and then yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and then like yeah. go like do a bunch of drugs and yeah. go gamble but we're not really going to get to do that this trip. But um, let's just hope we don't wake up in a ditch with a sore asshole. Let's hope. Fingers um, crossed. But if we do, you're going to hear about it on the Patreon <laughs> if you join. So um, it's not about politics. We don't. It's not. It's just fun and games. Fun and and games. the best part about it is that you won't get pressured to join the Patreon <laughs> every week. No. There's a link to a free episode in the description of this week's podcast. Or you can go to our website julianbrandy.com and there's a button on every page that says click to listen to a free episode of our patreon podcast if you like it and you decide to join it's super easy to import our patreon podcast onto whatever app you use for all your other podcasts you don't have to listen on patreon.com or even download the patreon app if you don't want to it's your choice <laughs> and if you don't want to help us pay our bills or put us in a good mood and keep our homes, at least leave us a review on iTunes. You can go out and say, I've never in my life heard a more rage-filled, pointless episode. At least we have Ashley. At least, thank I'm God you, for Ashley. I, I said I should have not even done that, but she literally instilled hope in me again. She really did. 
I mean, and, and still so angry. Well, <laughs> just leave us a review on, on iTunes. You can put one star. We don't care. It's a numbers game. Right. Well, we got five nice ones since we bugged on last week. Even one of our original 14 listeners, Katie Mertz, went on and left the nicest review. See, this is why we bug. <laughs> I, and by the way, Katie, you fucking whore. <laughs> how have you never written a review before? She and her friend Lisa literally created a drinking game for our Patreon podcast. You know how much work that is? It's harder than leaving a review. <laughs> Katie, what took you so long? <laughs> oh, and she went in, too. She pitched our Patreon podcast <laughs> hard. Really? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. Thank you, Katie. And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. <laughs> but mostly it's been gay and it's been dumb. And angry. Fucking. I'm going to fucking destroy. I'm going to destroy. How'd you do, I? See, you've met my faithful handyman. He's just a little broad dime because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man by the light of day, but by night I'm one hell of a lover. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Let me show you a rhyme and maybe play you a sign. You look like you're both pretty groovy. Or if you want something visual that's not too abysmal, we could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat wheel. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Why don't you stay for the night? Night. Or maybe a bite. Night. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan And he's good for relieving my tension I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania So, come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. I see you shiver with anticipation. But maybe the ray is really to blame. 
So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> But not the symptom. To the lab and see what's on the slab. I see you shiver with anticipation. But maybe the rain is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> But not the symptom. <laughs> 